Hello, and welcome to episode number 95 of the Atlanta Man Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rogers, and on today's episode, we will be discussing the Atlanta Hawks in the first two games of this Eastern Conference first-round series, which have not gone well. But before we get into that, how are you doing, Evan? Because um, things could be better right now, but uh, how are you doing on a personal level? I, I, I'm not doing well at all. Okay. Uh um, th- 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 things are not going well for me, uh, to be, to be just blunt, <laughs> uh, Hawks are getting destroyed, uh, by the Celtics game one and two, just pathetic performance. Um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm catching secondhand embarrassment. Um, number one, just based off the team, but number two, my pick, uh, I said the Hawks in six, you know, I was fooled and it's uh, on the table. <laughs> we need four straight uh for my for yeah. my pick to come true but man i'm not i'm not doing good what what's up with you um yeah you know i'm kind of with you there could be better from a basketball standpoint but um yeah everything else has been all right i guess but uh <laughs> yeah we can we can go ahead and just dive into these games um hawks go into boston and they don't get a game which i believe we talked about that last week that they kind of just they needed to get one of these to really have a series and they didn't, they lost both games by 13 points. Um, game one, one twelve ninety nine. which I mean, they had a little comeback at the end, but honestly that game wasn't even that close. And then um, one nineteen to one Oh six tonight, just uh, wrapped up a few minutes ago. So a couple of double digit losses. Um, looking to start with game one, just a pretty much a disaster of a first half from the Hawks. Um, they were down by 30 at halftime which is not good. Obviously they gave up 45 points in the second quarter and um, they had a, I guess you could say a valiant effort the second half to make it a ball game. But even at that point, like you gotta kind of got a question, you know, how hard was the Celtics foot on the gas pedal at that point? I mean, cause they were just up by so much. They did make it somewhat interesting getting it down to like a little bit below 15 points, but um, yeah, just terrible defensive game. Um, Really, really, just in the first half. The second half, the Celtics only scored seven or thirty-eight points in the second half, um, but all the damage had been done in the first. So, yeah, what, are, what were your thoughts on this one? Because just out of the gate, it was just a punch in the mouth. Yeah, they came out sluggish. That was the one thing they couldn't do. They had to come out and and get the crowd settled down, and they didn't do that at all. I mean, they scored forty-four points in the first half. The Celtics scored forty-five in the second quarter alone. Um, yeah. just absolutely getting destroyed in the paint. Um, there was no presence of our big man, uh, Capella, zero offensive rebounds. Um, just just a pathetic performance. The The Celtics were doing anything and everything they wanted to. They were shooting, making threes. They were driving, um, you know, and, and that's really the story of game one and two. The Celtics were scoring in the paint, like, just easily at will. And it wasn't even their bigger guys. Like, uh, White, like 24 points just doing whatever he wanted to just he's just quicker um down low i mean it's just 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 a pathetic performance man um and in the first half just got absolutely manhandled yeah um you're not lying there at all it was just really tough to watch and really by the time it was halftime it was just 
game over pretty much. Um, I didn't like I mentioned they did make it a little bit interesting. They only lost this game by thirteen, but watching this entire game does not indicate that they only lost this game by thirteen points. It was a terrible performance. Yeah. Five from twenty nine from three in this game. Um, very bad. I think they only had one three in the entire first half. Yeah, one for which, fourteen. Yeah, in the first half. That, <laughs> and that that's just that's not going to cut it ever. I really against anybody, but especially a Celtics team that won fifty seven games this year. But yeah, like you said, Derek White was awesome in this game. He was he was good in game two. Also, he's he's been the best um, guard in this entire series. He's been the best tonight. player on the court. Yeah, really I think you said I'm, Tatum. Tatum was awesome tonight. So I think they, they might have leveled up the playing field with him too. But yeah, even just guards because of well, how the Hawks are built with Trey and Dejounte, and you say Derek White's going to outplay both of them in the first <laughs> two games, like. That that's it, it's that can't happen, you know, and um, that kind of just goes to show how good the Celtics team is, and that's like how just deep they are. Um, with Derek White, like he's, I guess you could say he's their third best player at times. There's a, definitely a debate with like Marcus Smart, you know, but um, he uh he's been great, and yeah. So as for the as for the Hawks in this game, really, um, Dejounte led the team in scoring with 24, but he was 0 of 6 from three, 10 of 25. Not efficient at all in this one, but still led the team in scoring. And it's not really saying much because just, I mean, no, no one was good offensively in this one, really. Um, like n- just looking at the numbers, no one shot well. And you know, the, the bench wasn't good. And the bench had been really good um, down the stretch run. But yeah, this got manhandled in every sense of the word. And uh, yeah, that's kind of all I got on game one, because I don't even want to give them like too much credit for the second half, honestly, because I really do believe the Celtics were just completely off the gas in the second half. Like it kind of let them sneak back in, but they they were just not playing with the same intensity at all in the first half. And I think that's kind of uh, the results you get when Hawks had a somewhat decent second half on paper. But uh, do you have any more thoughts on this one? Yeah. um, You know, the second half was a lot better. But like you said, I don't I don't think the Celtics were trying to force anything they were honestly just trying to get the game over with because it was out of hand um but but you know watching that second half you were kind of uh i don't know if you'd say inspired um but you know you know you were kind of hoping this would translate to game two and uh you know we can talk about game two now because game one was just a complete wash from the get-go um just 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 very ugly basketball like there there was no positives literally so um yeah, yeah, let's get on to game two. Yeah, just yeah, you know, one last thing about the second half of that one. It would the second half might have mattered if they would have came out and won game two and like, oh, they had some momentum coming into game two, and but that didn't happen. So we'll get to that now. Um <laughs> yeah, they lose game two also, um one nineteen to one oh six. They actually had a pretty good start to this game. Um they went up by ten points early, but right up they were up they were up nineteen to nine, and from that point on, like they just got dominated um Celtics ended up winning the quarter 28 to 25 um Malcolm Brogdon had a half court buzzer beater to make it 2025 it was a tie game up until that point and then from that point on um the Celtics you know had a really good second quarter Hawks did win the third but, but um yeah there's like the end the end of the first half and second quarter I really made this just another really bad first half and yeah, I mean they they had the, they had that good start and it looked like things were on the up and up, but um especially offensively because they did they did shoot better in this game. I'll give them credit. They took a lot, a lot of threes, forty eight, which I think that's that's got to be the most they've taken this year. Like, I don't know off the top of my head, but 
Um, they made 16 of them, which that's not a great number, but not terrible. But yeah, it's uh, they took they took 15 more threes than the Celtics in this game, which uh, <laughs> Celtics shoot shoot a lot of threes. So that 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 was an encouraging sign. They were making them early, but um, it seems like when the Celt it just clicked for the Celtics offensively um halfway through the first first quarter, and it was kind of just another onslaught from there, really. Yeah, Hawks came out of the gate shooting. Uh, DeAndre Hunter had 10 uh, within the first four minutes of the game. Uh, you know, Trey looked good. Um, and, and then it was downhill after that. We were up 22 to 11. And then we go four minutes without scoring. And Boston goes on a 17 to three run to end the first quarter. And so, you know, 28 25 after the first, you know, okay, it's fine. But then the Celtics just keep, they just keep that momentum going. And, uh, it was just, just it just got ugly after that. Um, Derek White, man, Derek White, like, uh, you know, Derek White, Robin, Robert Williams, Robin, Robert Williams. I'm Not sorry. Robin, Robin Williams is an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Um, but yeah, Robert Williams was awesome. I know in game one he went six of six, uh, didn't miss a shot, and then he started off hot again. Um, just. They were feeding him, and he was going up and grabbing it and, and spinning around, hitting hitting little bank shots, just doing what he wanted. Um, and and I don't know, man. Our, our, our center play has been very poor uh, this series. Just the Celtics – I'm sorry. Let me pull this stat up. The Celtics had 64 points in the paint in game two. That is the – their most in a game – in a playoff game over the last 25 seasons. So, like I said, the, the Celtics play a lot of playoff games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, duly noted. Like, um, yeah. this was a historic beat down in, in the paint and, and games one and two, very similar games. Like, other than the Hawks coming out a little bit faster after that, they just got destroyed. And, and a lot of that was the, the Celtics just driving and, making twos after twos after twos. And, and, you know, that was the story of the game, man. Just, I don't know. Yeah. They, um, they were getting to the rim at will. Uh, everybody was, I mean, like you mentioned, Derek white, he was just going up there whenever he wanted. Tatum was, um, even Jalen Brown, like they're just getting whatever they wanted at the rim. And I mean, Akagwu and Capella were not great and this one, uh, just watch the defensively. It was just, I mean, a Congo is minus 17. <laughs> like, that's bad. And that wasn't even the worst of the team. Trey was minus 18. So, it, um, yeah, it was just really bad all around in the paint. Um, and just, like, Collins had a really tough game, 2 of 11. Um, Murray was good in this game um, offensively. I thought on defense he was part of the problem, too. I mean, part of the problem is the perimeter guys also just allowing them to – just get that yes. instant burst into the paint and yes. Trey and DeJounte and Hunter. Those guys are to blame for that also because they were just not stopping anything. They were just straight up turnstiles and then um, kind of just left Kongwu, Capella, Jalen uh, to the wolves really at that point. Um, I mean, Jalen only played five minutes and he went, <laughs> this is, this is, um, I don't think this is entirely his fault, but Jalen went minus 13 and five minutes. That um, That's tough. That's hard to do. Which I don't, that's not entirely his fault. He was not good. He barely even played in the second half. Um, I don't even know if he played at all, honestly. Him and Sadiq's minutes got reduced um, a good bit in this one. But, um, yeah, I mean, DeJounte, back to my point, he he had a really good shooting game. Um, 7 of 13 from 3. 
Uh, Bogey was also good uh, from three in this one. And yeah, they t- they took a lot of threes, man. Which that's I guess that's the one encouraging thing, um, in this one. But it's just hard to even find silver linings at this point. It's just been so rough, and it's it just really like it's hard to make sense. Um, I know we we I think we let our our fan fandom get in the way of our predictions. Hundred percent. Even my prediction of the Celtics winning in seven looks a bit ridiculous right now, but it's like it's like a fifty-seven win team versus a forty-one win team. It's a sixteen-game difference, and it's kind of just it's showing up right now in a big way because um, they're they're just getting destroyed, man. And um, yeah, that it's it's been super hard to watch. So yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they had to get one of these games to make it a series. Like I, I at this point, I'm just like sim sim the last two games. Yeah, let's, let's just get on to the season. Yeah, I mean, I really, I know we're coming back home for games three and four. Um, I just, just give me something, like bring my hope up a little bit. Like this is just. Do you I, want that though? I do, I do, man. I want to <laughs> see. I want to. I want to be fooled again. I want to be. I want to be full of pain after. After you know, I don't know, man. I just. I, I'm losing hope. <laughs> yeah. We're getting absolutely mauled, and it, it's really showing how complete the Celtics team is. And um, you know, I really, I really would have rather play the Bucks, <laughs> and I yeah. think that still holds yeah. true. Um, but uh, I mean, I knew how good this we 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 knew how good the Celtics team was. We were just kind of, uh, you know, a, a, after that Miami game, there was a little bit of promise by how physical we played and and how how well our bigs played, and. You know, I was really hoping that would be a, you know, encouraging sign of things to come, but obviously not. We're just getting absolutely, you know, it, it's a beat down in, in every way you look at it. I mean, from three, uh, I mean, we shot better today, but Boston shot 45% from three. Yeah. Like we so shot the Hawks. Yeah. I mean, just the Hawks took um 15 more shots in the celtics and lost by 11 or not 11 oh yeah by, by 13 yeah so and i mean yeah the hawks turned the ball over 15 times in this game like and that's something they never do there's never that many um but yeah it, i think it, we, it was i think we had 10 turnovers at halftime like yeah that's pathetic dude like yeah ugh. yeah it, it's it's just not good all around i mean <laughs> And yeah, that Miami game, I think it gave us a little bit of false hope to be sure. Because they did play super good against the Heat, but it's, I think it's also, I think also what tricked us and what got us was just how the Heat have owned us and the fact that we beat them so well. We've kind of lost sight that the Heat are just not that good this year. Like they're a playing team. Um, so I, I, yeah, I think there's give us a little bit of false hope there. And um, yeah, the Celtics team is just a, a lot better than the Hawks are. And it's just showing up big time, and you know, I it's this it it's it's not over, but it's over mm. if you know what I'm saying. Like I, <laughs> it's it's just it's tough. Like it's a tough watch right now, and yeah, like, like you said, you want some hope. I don't know if I even do want hope. Like I kind of <laughs> just want to just watch these last two games numbly, and I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm not really even expecting them to win a game, like which is how they played. Like I. I would not pick. I'd, like it looks like a sweep right now. <laughs> like yeah, straight up. I mean, they are going home, which they played a lot better at home this year than on the road. But um, yeah, they've just shown nothing, really. It's all around. 
yeah, I mean, I mean, what else more can you say? I, I, I mean, at this point, it, it's just we're just repeating ourselves. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, we're we're getting smacked around, and, and unless something serious changes, like dude, Trey Trey has been so bad. He's he's yeah. been so bad this series, and uh, uh, you know this 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 beat down right here could could definitely lead to some off season complications. Um, you know, and and I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if we blew it up after this, you know, with a sweep or, you know, you know, just a beat down. Cause this just, this is just pathetic and uh, bad times for the Hawks, man. Very, very bad times. Um, so yeah, we can move on. Cause you're right. We have just been repeating ourselves a bit um, on the back end here. So yeah, we can talk about a much better team. Complete opposites. <laughs> yeah. Polar opposites at this point. The Atlanta Braves have won seven games in a row. They had back-to-back sweeps this week. They won last night in uh, their first game against the Padres. And, yeah, they're just rolling around. they got the longest win streak in baseball, um, best record the NL, all that good stuff. They're kind of – they're actually kind of coming close to the Rays now as far as record goes, and the Rays are about 13-0. and So that kind of just shows you how good they've been. Um, yeah, right now they're 13-4. and They're actually playing right now as we record. The game is started – in the first inning as we're uh, recording this. But, um, yeah, we can start off with game one against Cincinnati. And uh, this Red Series, they swept the Reds, but they won every game by a run. So it really wasn't a dominating sweep. It was, all the games were kind of uh, gutty wins, especially game one, because um, had the lead uh, for the majority of the game. We're up, up until the sixth inning. Sixth and seventh inning, they went up two to nothing. Red scored one of the eighth. They got the run back. Uh, made it three to one, but top of the ninth, AJ Mentor uh, blew it. His first blown save of the year. He he looked pretty bad in that one. Uh, sent us to extra innings. The Reds scored the ghost runner, and the Braves were down one heading into the bottom of the tenth. And you're kind of thinking, Sean Murphy's up, and you're kind of thinking, uh, you know, maybe get the runner over, at least fly ball or something. Base set, tie the game, and first pitch he. Just nails a fastball, dead for a walk off home run. Yeah, he he absolutely smoked it, and it kind of caught me off guard because I'm just like thinking like I know Ozuna was about to come up that inning, um, and I'm like, I I literally was about to tweet when uh I, before Murphy did, I was like, <laughs> should the Braves pinch hit Chadwick Trump for Ozuna here, and um. <laughs> Before I could even press tweet, the ball was over the fence and the game was over. So it didn't matter anymore. But yeah, just a really nice game one win against the Reds. And uh, Sean Murphy, we'll talk about him more. He he kind of struggled up until this point. And I think, I don't even know if they do player of the week anymore, but I he had to have won NL player of the week this week. Um, but yeah, what were your thoughts on that? Because that was just an um, awesome moment for him. His first home run as a Brave, walk off. Um, when you're down a run, that's awesome. So yeah, what, what do you think about this game one? Yeah, I mean, the 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 way this game was going, um, it was very slow until <laughs> until the six. We scored our first run in the sixth inning, uh, with Murphy. I think that was his yeah, first. Also, extra, Sean Murphy. Yeah, I think that was his first extra base hit, and then he ends up hitting a walk off uh, home run in the tenth. Um, yeah, I mean, a, a a great way to get the series started. Um, it was a it was it was a back and forth game, like from the sixth. And from the sixth until the tenth, I mean, it was a close game. Like Cincinnati, all series long, their top four, India, Friedel, Fraley, and Stevenson, they were just pesky. They were just pesky hitting base hits, base hits, and uh, you know, I mean, Cincinnati didn't look bad at all this uh, this series at all. So no. uh, 
you know, that was kind of cool to see. Um, it's been a while since Cincinnati's been good, but uh, but yeah, I mean, just a great, just a great game by Murphy, man. Get it kick started. Yeah, and um, as far as pitching goes, Bryce Elder, Bryce Elder, fanta- fantastic start in this game. Six point one shutout with seven strikeouts. That was um great to see. He had, like after this after the start was over, he hadn't gave up a run yet. So, um, and he had another good start in Kansas City also. So yeah, and uh, another thing with the Reds, there um yeah they did do some good starting pitchers too in this one. Graham Ashcraft pitched at this game and he went six innings pitched two earned runs, so he was good. And of course they got Hunter Green. Who is just uh, pretty nasty. We'll talk about him more later as he did hurt to Orlando Arcia, which um was that game two or game three? I believe that, that was game, game three. That was game three. Okay, so we'll talk about game two now. Um another one run victory. Um Braves went at seven to six. Uh Cincinnati had a couple runs late in the eighth to make it seven to six as they were down seven to four. But this was the return of Kyle Wright, who was rough. Um was it was his first start back and they ended up winning the game, so all's well that ends well. Um on that front, but yeah, three innings pitched, four earned runs, four walks was the was the big one. As uh, he had, I think, had a couple couple of bases loaded walks, and he had uh, two hit by pitches also. <laughs> so he really didn't have much control going on. Um, but yeah, he 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 looked rough, but he looked much better um, on Sunday in Kansas City. So kind of swiped down under the rug. This is first start of the year after not really having a regular spring training. So kind of give him a pass on that one. But Michael Tonkin saved the day pitching in this one. Three shutout innings to follow Kyle Wright. Uh, that was great. Um, Jesse Chavez was good. He hasn't given up a run th- yet this season, <laughs> which uh, legend is surprising, but at the same time, not surprising. Um, and Joe Jimenez gave up a two-run homer, which uh, kind of gave the Reds life at the end. But um, yeah, the Braves – really were able to fight back. Uh, they went up one, nothing in the first inning. And then the Reds had the four run third where they got all the runs off. Right. But then from that point, get another run, the bottom of the third, three runs in the fourth. Ozzy had a big Homer uh, to put him up. It was or not Ozuna. Olsen had a just missile home run in the first inning. He hit the ball 119 miles an hour, which that is, that was just crazy. Uh, I this one, probably one of the hardest hit balls I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, they the offense really turned it on for the lack of starting pitching from right. They really bailed them out in this one. Um, Sam Hilliard had two doubles. Like they they just played super well offensively in this game, and yeah, it was just a really nice. And Nick Anderson got the save, which uh, after uh, Minter had a bad night the night before, having Nick Anderson come in a one two three inning that was nice to see. Also, as uh, he's really emerged as like a real high leverage option for the Braves. So. Yeah, what were your thoughts on the offense in this game? I think Ozzy's kind of when I circle because he really turned it on this week after just being really bad for the first week and a half or so. So what do you think? Yeah, I mean, anytime you score seven runs, you got there and expect to win. Uh, like I said, Kyle Wright wasn't uh, wasn't as sharp returning back, but the bullpen uh, kind of held their ground except for Jimenez. You know, he just just gave up a just gave he just threw a bad pitch and you know that got hit uh, from Barrero, but it wasn't enough. Uh, so the Braves get the win, seven six. Um, yeah, I mean our starting pitching really hasn't been good because of all these injuries and stuff. And uh, you know, I just want to read this out. So this is the innings pitched by the Braves starters game by game. This is up until the uh, the third game uh, against Cincinnati. So we have 3.1 innings, 6 innings, 4.2, 5.1, 5, 6, 5, 4, 5, 
and three from Kyle Wright. So like our starters have not been going deep at all into these games. And uh, the bullpen has been really taxed, but they've been doing an excellent job at, you know, keeping the Braves in it. And then the offense, like, dude, our top three, top four batters have just been carrying the weight. And uh, yeah, this was another example of, uh, of just, you know, just getting it done, you know, just slimming by, by, by another one run, uh, one run game. Yeah, the starting pitching um, has not been great, but I mean, when you lose Freed and Wright to start the season, really, it's um, never going to be super easy without those two guys. And that kind of goes for any team if you take away two of their best three starting pitchers. But uh, yeah, and just the Dylan Dodd and um, Jared Schuster stuff really sunk the numbers. Because I mean, the Braves have lost four games this year. And three of them have been started by Schuster and Dodd. So, yeah, yeah, it's like the, the, those guys were really terrible and they've kind of bogged down the numbers a bit. But now um, Freed is back. He pitched last night. Wright is back. He pitched well. So the starting the starting rotation is completely healthy right now. And um, yeah, it, it's uh, really, really nice because the bullpen was kind of getting taxed, like even to the point where they were using the lower tier leapers so much they had to use AJ Minter in a 10 run game against the Padres. Like it was just kind of getting weird. So it is nice to have more stability uh, starting pitching wise. Um, but yeah, we can move on to the final game of this series and uh, another one run win, like I mentioned earlier, uh, five to four in this one, the hero in this game was Eddie Rosario who had his first home run of the season in the bottom of the eighth, just uh, really, he really rocked one into the, to the Braves bullpen um, so he he was great in this one. Cunha had another three hit game. He had two three hit games in this series. Yeah, which has been unreal. Acuna, uh, dude, Acuna is so freaking good. Like it, it, it it's a world of difference when he's healthy. Like I just yeah. want to talk. Like, dude, he is he is the man. He's probably the best player in, in baseball right now. I, it's it's amazing. We get to watch him every single night. He's just unreal. Yeah, and I think um he leads the entire entire MLB and uh fan graphs war right now. So I think he is correct by saying that he has been the best player in uh baseball and Kevin Pillar said an RBI double. I'm probably ahead of you. I probably spoiled that for you, my bad. You are. You are. <laughs> okay. I'll stop then. I'll stop. Um but yeah, that's good. Uh we'll talk about that a week from now. So but yeah, Ronald has been amazing. The like the top four, especially with Murphy coming to life. It's um you're not gonna there's just not really any outs like there's no um like guys you can kind of pencil in for just uh an easy inning like it really just throughout the whole lineup now like now that Ozzy's going um Sam Hilliard has been really good yeah. like yeah. like it's uh he's definitely earned some reps in left field when Michael Harris comes back and um and yeah we're saying this they don't have Harris and Darno like it's they're not even healthy and they're just this good and Grissom has come up and he's played well. So, um, which we can talk about now actually, because this was the game where RC got hurt. Um, Hunter Green, who I mentioned earlier, hit RC on the hand with a how to be like I don't know the exact speed, like probably 100 mile an hour fastball. It was, yeah, yeah. And um, Hunter Green throws gas, uh, and he hit RC just right on the sweet spot. He ended up staying in the game and running and playing the next inning in the field, but then they eventually yanked him out. Um, I know Jeff Francoeur in the booth uh, kind of assumed that it started to swell up. Um, and it looked like the next day that it wasn't going to be like an IL stint, that they're just going to kind of keep him on like a day-to-day kind of thing. But uh, it did come out that he has like a micro fracture in his wrist, um, which I think I saw 
that Nick Castellanos had the same thing two years ago, and he was only out for two weeks. Um, but I did like I think the his was a little bit different. It was in a different part of his wrist or hand, and I think Arcia's is unfortunately in like a a worse spot for that. So yeah, he could be out for who really knows. Um, because they said there's no timetable for his return at this point. And um, yeah, it doesn't seem like he's going to be back super soon. But Von Grissom is up, and uh, yeah, n- nothing, nothing shocking there. I think we did have a conversation after we recorded that Hawks podcast last week of if they were to pull something crazy like just playing Adrianza at shortstop or something. <laughs> but they are going with Vaughn, and um, I guess I can segue us into the Royal series mm-hmm. where they were. We could just talk about Vaughn some more. Um, in this game, it's kind of weird how baseball works. First game of shortstop after everything happened in spring training of him not getting it. He was just getting missiles hit at him <laughs> from the Royals uh, to start the game. He had the one in the first inning where he just did a weird double clutch and the guy was safe. That was his first grounder, um, like as a shortstop, really, in the big leagues. But, um, yeah, it, it, it was just kind of funny how that turned out. People were kind of giving him some crap, too, about the ball that got over Charlie Morton's head, which I kind of think that was Charlie Morton's fault. He probably yeah. caught that. They ended up they ended up giving Morton the air because that was that's that was good well. yeah because I mean, like if Matt said, Olson's standing at first he catches that yeah oh hundred percent but like you said like the ball tends to find like it, yeah. it it just found Grissom like multiple times and and you know I know that wasn't good for his confidence I was I was kind of nervous for him but uh, he ended up he picking settle it up in, though he yeah. settled in yeah he did which was good because it could have if a few of those balls went left on him. Um, like things could have gotten bad and it could have got a little mental and you know, you never want that, but he ended up making like a, a nice play a couple of innings later. He's been, he's been fine. Um, I'll just shortstop. Like he's an athletic guy. I think he's going to get the hang of it. Um, is he like as good as Arcia? Probably not, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, in this game, Braves really just beat the hell out of the Royals. <laughs> um, went up seven to one after the second inning. And so, I mean, it was, it was kind of over after that. I mean, the first inning, Matt Olson hit a home run. Uh, second batter of the game after Acuna got on. Then Riley hit one. They go back to back. Uh, Murphy hit another homer. Acuna hit one late in the game. Sam Hilliard hit a homer. They had a lot of home runs in this game. I think that they, they had five of them. Um, but yeah, Von Grissom again in his first at bat, he had a double, so that's good. Um, yeah, yeah. Murphy, Murphy is just he had a double in this game along with his home where he's just been an extra base hit machine. Um, he's either getting an extra base hit or he's walking. It really seems on every at bat he's been just so good. Um, yeah. yeah, you got any thought, thoughts on this one? Yeah, the top four, Acuna, Olsen, Riley, Murphy, they all had a home run. Um, you know, they all scored a run and, you know, multiple RBIs for everyone except for Riley. He had one RBI. So, um, you know, we just keep circling that top four. Like, those guys are, are really doing work up there and just a dominant win against a really, really bad Kansas City Royals team. Yeah, Kansas City is bad, but in this game, um, they did throw Brady Singer, who is – a good pitcher. Um, he was really good last year, and the Braves got eight runs off of him. It's kind of a weird stat line. Five innings pitched, eight earned runs, but he also had eight strikeouts. So I don't know. I wonder what the highest number is of the amount of runs you get up matches your strikeouts. I wonder if anybody's had like a, a 10 earned run, 10 strikeout game. Um, that's, that was just kind of a weird stat line there. He gave up four homers. Um, Charlie Morton pitched pretty good in this game. Um, wasn't a lot of yeah. high-stress innings on him, but still six innings pitched. You'll take that when the bullpen's been really taxed. So, yeah, we can move on to game two. And game two is kind of more of the same, uh, nine to three win. This one wasn't as um, early. They kind of put it on late with a four-run eighth inning, but still another kind of blowout win. 
Sean Murphy, um, say his name again, had a, a game with a homer, another game with a homer and a double. Uh, so, yeah, you'll take that every day of the week. He had three hits total, and he walked. So he was on base four times. Um, yeah, he, he was just fantastic. And he got hit by pitch, too. He's actually on base five times. So that's good for the old OBP. After this game, he had a 481 on base percentage, which is highest on the team. And after this game, he was the best hitter on the team at the highest OPS, too. So, I mean, wow. he, he's, yeah, he's slugging 718 after this one. Yeah, he's been unreal. I, th- I think, I think AA knows what he was doing. And, uh, yeah. you know, everybody was kind of overreacting after the, after the first week. And, uh, you know, he had to get comfortable. And, and whenever, uh, you know, Darnold got injured. You know, Murphy's been stepping up, and you know he's turned it on. He has been yeah. the man. Yeah, I mean, people that were freaking out over the first week—it's it, just kind of ridiculous. Like it was one week of baseball with a guy on a brand new team, like, and a guy that wasn't even getting consistent playing time. Which that looks so silly right now. That yeah, I, I, I love Darnold. Don't get me wrong, and he had been hitting the ball well, but like, and it's just, and we, we can talk about Ozuna some more. I mean, Ozuna was the real reason that was happening. And he has just been terrible. Like, it's bad. Like, his his numbers are comparable to Eddie's last year when Eddie couldn't see. He had to have LASIK eye surgery. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ozuna's batting 091 with a 450 OPS right now. So, not good. That's, yeah, that's one way to put it. He's got a 19 OPS plus. Not good. Oof. Oof. Yeah, so I, they're they're gonna have to make a decision on him at some point. Um, probably not yet because just uh guys are still on the IL. But I think like once Harris is back and RC is back, like when our when Arcia comes back and if Vaughn has continued to play well, like it's gonna be super tough to send Vaughn down and like roll with Ozuna still. Like, um, but who knows how far away Arcia is? So that's a problem for the future. We'll deal with that when we get there. But I can see it now of that being the decision of. The roster move will be Von Grissom option to AAA instead of Ozuna being DFA'd. What about uh, Eli White? Well, Eli White's got to go down for Harris. I, yes. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I just, yeah, we'll, Ozuna's we'll worry just... about that later. But <laughs> it's getting to like a breaking point here because he's, he's already got out in this game too with two runners on. He popped out. So, in lifetime, he's being bad. So. Yeah, we can move on to game three. And uh, speaking of Von Grissom, he had some heroics in this one after the Braves gave up the lead in the seventh inning. Um, led this game four to four, four to one early on. Um, Ozzy Albies had another home run. Matt Olson had a triple, which probably shouldn't have been ruled a triple. Honestly, yeah. probably should have been. I mean, real like realistically, should have been a single if the guy just makes a routine play in right field. I don't even remember who it was playing right field for. The Royals, um, Edward Olivares, not my book. Wasn't a familiar with Edward Olivares, but pretty no bad play. If Matt Olson has a triple, something has gone awry, and he had a triple, the second one of his career, so good <laughs> for him. Um, but yeah, uh, good game overall. They played well to the, to I mean, really all the way to to the end with the Von Grissom single in the ninth. But um, Michael Tonkin, he had a bad one in this one, giving up the two runs on a home run to. Vinny Pasquantino, Pasquatch, which I like him. I like Vinny Pasquantino. Um, but uh, yeah, Kyle Wright was much better in this game. Not great, great, but still good. 5.2 innings pitch, two earned runs, six strikeouts. A lot better compared to his first start. Um, but yeah, 
in the top of the ninth, Von Grissom, RBI single, scored Ozzy Albies, put the Braves back up 5-4. to four. Mentor came in and slammed the door. Game was over, and the Braves sweep the Royals. And, um, yeah, pretty convincing fashion. They played super well in the series. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Uh, shout out to Von Grissom, man. He, he really stepped up, stepped in, stepped in the role. And, um, you know, that hit, you know, he, he wasn't trying to do too much. Just he's, he's, he's really taken that right field approach a lot. And this one, he hit right down the first baseline and, uh, you know, it was just, just really, really cool moment for him to, to get the, get the Braves ahead, the bottom of the eighth. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry, top of the ninth and then, and then shut yeah. the door in the, in the bottom he, of the ninth. That was awesome. Yeah. He's just been kind of, um, just spraying spraying base hits like he hasn't really hit for much power yet but he's like his batting average he's batting 313 he's got a 353 on base like he's just kind of spraying the ball around which that's good like he's he hasn't hit a homer yet or anything but i still think overall he's played perfectly fine and i think he's just been he's been good so yeah. um yeah he's i mean arcia is playing so well and for him to come in and kind of uh follow suit is definitely a good thing for him and uh, yeah, the Rays are going to need him because we don't know how long RC is going to be out for. And um, yeah, and beyond that, if he wants to stick around as DH option, maybe even left field, you never know. Um, I'm just I'm just happy for him. So yeah, we can move on. We talked about the first game of this Padres series uh, last night. Max Freed made his return to the mound uh, for the first time since opening day, and he was really good. Uh, five innings pitched, no earned runs, four strikeouts. Uh, through 79 pitches. So, um, yeah, he he probably had a little pitch count on him just to kind of ease him back into things. Um, but, but Dylan Lee was filthy in this game. He went two yes. innings with four strikeouts. Um, he hasn't given up a run yet this year, this year either. Jesse Chavez pitched the eighth inning in a 2 nothing game, <laughs> which I love Jesse. And um, he, he went scoreless and he got a double play, but – it was Jesse Chavez versus Xander Bogarts, Juan Soto, and Manny Machado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, he got very lucky. Machado hit a yeah. missile, hit a missile right back at him, and uh, Ozzy was luckily playing right at the middle, just snagged yeah. it, turned two. That was huge, man. And and I was I was pretty scared. I'm not gonna lie, because Jesse does not have the velocity as like these younger dudes anymore. And you know, to have him in in a high leverage situation like that, and him to come through, that was. That was awesome. He had a good chuckle at it because that ball. Oh yeah, he that, did. That ball was ripped. <laughs> yeah, he he let out a smile. He knew that he just got out of some hot water. He's been doing it long enough to know that. I mean, he he had to know like, man, like this is this might be a little bit of my pay grade, guys. Like, <laughs> I need to be in the fifth or sixth inning. But he got it done. He like I said earlier, he hasn't given up a run yet this year, which is just he's mind blowing. I mean, he's thirty nine <laughs> years old, and he's just when he's wearing a Braves uniform. He's Greg Maddox and he puts on any other uniform. He's just, he can't, he can't do anything. So, I mean, I love Jesse Chavez. He's just, a, he's a legend in every sense of the word. But um, yeah, first shutout of the season for the Braves. Uh, got both of the runs in the first inning on a Austin Riley two run homer and uh, just kind of crickets for the rest of the game. No one scored another run, um, which I'm fine with that. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Weathers pitched for the Padres and he pitched pretty well after giving up that homer to um austin riley but uh yeah it's kind of just not like at first inning happened and that was kind of it like the jesse chavez experience was um interesting to watch but other than that this was just kind of a easygoing game nothing really happened at all kind of weird yeah yeah i mean Acuna, just... Acuna had three hits which that's something with yeah, another I mean, three hit game <laughs> as as boring as this game looks on paper it was actually a very 
fun game to watch. Like we scored yeah. first and that was it. But every single inning it felt like, you know, if it, it felt like something was great was about to happen, you know, on both sides. And yeah, you know, it, I mean it was a close game the whole the whole time there. So there was pressure on both sides. Uh the bullpen was awesome. Um, you know, Max Fried, he didn't even have a rehab start at all. You know, he just he just stayed loose with his hamstring. Uh, this was his rehab start. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, for him to come in and, and give us five shutout innings was was very, very, you know, the bullpen needed that. And, and you know, I know he could have gone. He definitely would have came out for the sixth and maybe the seventh if he was not on a pitch count. But he obviously was. Um, but to at least go five, that was, you know, well needed. And, and like you said, Dylan Lee to go two innings. I think his first inning he only had seven pitches. Like he was just striking guys out, you know one two pitch at bats and um yeah i mean he was awesome man and and this was just a great win man and and the padres they took three out of four uh against us in atlanta earlier in the season um and you know hopefully we can get a little bit of revenge uh i know in game two right now we're up one nothing striders on the mound he looks his fastball's alive um yeah man i i want to get this padres i want to get i want to i want to beat these guys yeah um they're definitely a good team and they, they kind of just beat the hell out of us um, last time we played. And uh, yeah, one last thing they did, it was this weird scenario um, in the top of the fifth, the Braves loaded the bases for uh, Maddelson, Austin Riley, and they went Ugh. three outs on four pitches. Those two guys, a strikeout um, on three pitches to Maddelson, then first ball to Riley double play. Um, it ended up mattering, but that was just like you don't see that much from those two guys. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, at least had to mention that. But yeah, solid win, two nothing. Braves are thirteen and four. They are best record in the NL. All that stuff. So yeah, they've been um they've been really good. Like best best start to a season in as long as I can remember. Really, like they might have had one of these really good starts when I was like two years old or something when they were winning the division every year like they do now. But um yeah, this they, is they're, uh... they're, they're really good. <laughs> The Braves are unbelievable, man. This yeah. legitimately might be the best Braves team I've ever watched. And to say that and still have so many guys injured out, like so many moving pieces, people are just, everybody's picking up slack, man. Uh, you know, it's it's unreal, yeah. man, honestly. Grissom it, coming it up. Uh, Hilliard, like Kevin Pillar. Kevin Pillar is raking right now. Um I don't even I don't even know what else to say, man. Uh, the the Braves and the Hawks are complete polar opposites, and uh, you know honestly, a sweep wouldn't be so bad. You know, get that out Not of my mind. <laughs> get that out of my mind, and and let's focus on the Braves, man. Because yeah. uh, this is just this team is awesome, and there's not much more you can say, really. Yeah, I mean, like Michael Harris is the one thing that if Michael Harris was on like a bunch of other teams and he was out for this long. Like I think those fan bases would be saying this. So I was like, man, we just got to get Harris back and we'll get back into the group of things, you know, because he would just yeah. be their best player on a lot of other teams. And um, it's just kind of like, okay, Michael, take your time. Like we're like, we got, we can, we can, yeah, we can fill in just like make sure your back's good. <laughs> and I mean, no one else can really say that. Like there's probably just a couple other teams really. And that's it. They're, they're that good. They, they really bind to feed the best team in baseball. Like it, it's really kind of looking that way. It's kind of crazy how good they've been, but um. Yeah, super impressive stuff. They're up right now, so hopefully, um, hopefully they hold on to this one. And uh, yeah, next week they could they could really rattle some off. I mean, they, this is a tough schedule this week between the Padres mm-hmm. and the Astros. Um, 
But I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they won both these series. Like it just wasn't they're that good. They're as good as anybody. So yeah, kind of the this kind of makes up for last week's easy schedule to kind of uh, turn around, have to face Padres and Astros, which those are my two World Series picks this year. So according to me, this is the hardest get hardest week in baseball history. So yeah. Saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these, you know, the Astros haven't looked that good. You know, they're missing out too. Maybe they're the Padres, really. The Padres haven't looked yeah. good except for playing against Stones. But I yeah, saw what the heck was that? What was that all about, dude? They just they just, they just played really good against the Braves, I guess. Because um, they're eight and yeah. ten right now. Like, they're, you know. So. Um, yeah, I wouldn't worry about either of those teams. I think they're still both pretty good. So. For sure. For sure. So. Yeah. So yeah, you got any uh, final thoughts before we uh, get on out of here? I don't, man. Um, you know, we we're probably we'll probably be back on to talk about the next uh next next Hawks game coming up. Um, you know, but but some serious things have to change. Uh, it, it, it's been it's been a hard watch. You know, I've I've turned it I've turned the TV off twice now during this during both of those games, and they ended up coming back and watching and just just watching all unfold. But it, it has not been fun up in uh up in new york right now i'm sorry boston msg so uh yeah that's that's all i've got man yeah i think i think that's it um i don't even want to think about the hawks now the braves are on my tv and that's a lot better than those on my tv a couple hours ago so that's really that's where my mind's at right now they've yeah the hawks are bad braves good hawks bad that's that's my take (laughs) so yeah um like you said uh next two games are in atlanta uh friday friday and sunday so yeah we might be back on talking about game three if they get blown out again maybe not <laughs> like we'll just have to see how it goes but um, agreed yeah we'll, agreed. we'll play it by ear yeah it, it, we'll let them decide we'll let them decide but uh yeah that's all i got i think we covered it all man so if you made it this far listening we really really appreciate it and we will see you in the next one 